taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you enterprising fellows listen to. And this week, it's Summer of Bonus, episode three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever remember with with numbers. I mean, you know, that's that's three is too many for me. I can't I can't count that high. It's it's a bonus. It's a I mean, should we even be doing math? I mean, it's our summer vacation. Oh man, you're not wrong. I've been doing this wrong this entire no time. No arithmetic allowed. <laughs> Uh, you guys missed uh, last week's episode. It was episode 169. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, as always, my name is Brian. Jessui, Troy. <laughs> and I'm Amanda. <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, yeah, it's just three of us today. Uh, I believe this is my first podcast without Joe. Oh. Uh, I know we've- This is I my first podcast had them in without the past. Joe. This is my first I podcast know. without Joe. Actually, no, we're wrong. <laughs> we, we did a podcast without Joe with uh, last February, two Februarys ago, that with you... guest star Nakia and guest star Joe. Oh, which, no, AJ. well, we had a Joe. We had a we Joe. Had a we Joe. had a Joe. Yeah. Not, not, true. not Joe Prime. So, Brian, no, this is your first time yeah. doing a podcast without Joe. Yes, How does it, it feel? Uh, it's weird because I was in charge of hitting record and setting levels. So, uh, if this doesn't sound right, now you know why. <laughs> oh, quick question Did we hit yes. record? Uh, I hit record. And okay. I hit record. Okay. Hey, we're already yeah. good. We're good. Yeah. We're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Nailed it. All right. That's all. I mean, all right. Everything else is just downhill from here. <laughs> Although I will say, to begin with, I did not. I mean, I hit record. I just didn't hit the buttons to record. So I hit the buttons to play, not to record. I'm so, <laughs> so confused. But we're good now. Okay. We are good. We are go good. Ahead. I don't know if you good. can tell, audience, by the sound of our voices, but Troy and I are also both sick. So we apologize yeah. For the stuffiness or grogginess or anything that our tired brains might say that we may later regret. But for, I hope you enjoy uh, the journey that we're going to be going on together. For our most studious of listeners, you may remember that I was supposed to be traveling the country uh, and I would not be on this episode. And I would not yeah. have been on this episode. You guys said farewell until like July. Yet here I am. Arguably, you may still not be on this episode. Mentally. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was that a threat? <laughs> Damn, man. You may st- we'll see. We'll see how what's you been, do. What's been going in my teeth? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been traveling. Yo, I, uh, for work, I went to uh, Texas and Mississippi and Georgia and North Carolina. The hubris that we had <laughs> thinking we could do this tour training thing this work and we'd be fine dude i was in a national airport and i looked around and pretty much like shook hands with covid which <laughs> 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 is like oh hello how are you covid was like you can have this chicken sandwich or you can stay not sick and you were like mm, i'm now, in nashville i've tested negative i've had the worst uh like sore throat and i woke up with a fever today but Oh, no. no, just must be a, a case of the Wednesdays. Uh, I'm still negative. Other sicknesses still exist. No, there's you only one sickness. Be, there's only just, one sickness. Just Amanda. COVID was like, you guys mm-hmm. can take a break for a while. I'll just do everything. Yes, yes. No matter what you catch, it's COVID. <laughs> 
It's how you have to, it's how you have to think. <laughs> I mean, just to I make mean, sure. it is. I had real COVID. I didn't did. have whatever you have, like fake COVID. Poor but, Amanda. Uh, I am feeling much better. Poor Amanda, Brian. She caught it like the <laughs> second day we were in Texas. We had the oh, man. perfect day. We had such day. a good day. We had the perfect yeah. day together. I was like, Texas is great. I don't know what people are talking about. This has been a really lovely trip. We got some delicious food. We went to food. the botanical gardens. Yeah, and the gardens were so lovely. And then we went and walked around downtown, and we found we saw a little like family a, of ducks oh, in, the, in a little little creek, little area. And there's one little duck that was like falling behind, and it was like way behind. It was like mm, that's not gonna make it. Yeah, we were watching natural selection happen. <laughs> <laughs> like that oh, duck no. is not. <laughs> Like we we can't stay here any longer. Or we're gonna own a duck. <laughs> it was the cutest yeah. natural selection, though. Uh, then we went to like this outdoor plaza downtown area, which is really nice. Yeah, and we found boba like a tea. like a game shop. We got some boba tea. Got some new and dice. In our defense, we were mostly outside. Like we were mm-hmm. doing pretty good. We we picked uh, to go to the botanical yeah. gardens, not like the museum of art, so that we would be outside. But no, we, you yeah. probably caught it at the Dallas airport probably or something. Airport, yeah. Um, we tried, but it, it got us. So poor Amanda had to come back alone. <laughs> yeah. Like before was, she was feeling anything, we just had an inkling. But it was like a, a COVID is COVID, but COVID by yourself is a little different because I'd wake up every day and be like, mm, I'm sick and I have to do uh, laundry because <laughs> so no sorry. one else is at home. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, I'm man. sick and I actually have to cook. Oh. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> but, but, but. My parents were very nice. They dropped my dog back off. So they uh, they were watching my dog while I was out of town. And when they found that I was sick, obviously they couldn't spend any time with me um, because right. they're at risk. Uh, but uh, they were kind enough to throw my dog inside of my house and then go back home. And they live an hour away. So it was, it was a very long drive for them to just give me my dog, which right. I very much appreciated. And to be honest, like, I know that I know that she's don't tell her I said this, but I know that she's not a real doctor. <laughs> But uh, uh, it did make me feel much better that she was by my side. My, my papa, uh, Dr. Note, Pepper. Yeah. yeah, that the dog's name is Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Um, we, we, you know, for short, we call her Pepper. But yeah. don't yeah. forget the doctorate. She is a doctor. She is a doctor. Or at least she'll she tell is. you she's a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did uh, So how did your parents drop her off? Did they, like, like shoot her out of a T-shirt cannon? Or did they just, like... Basically. <laughs> they, they, uh, it was really funny. Cause so I left the front door unlocked. So they opened the front door. And then uh, Pepper saw me and then ran inside the house. And then they basically okay. just left. Like, I said hello. And I went to FaceTime them afterwards to say thank you. And they didn't answer. They ghosted Like, her. I was like, you can't oh, wow. catch COVID over the phone. Guys. You don't know that. And then two days later, they called to check up if I was okay. Two days and, later. And, uh-huh. and my dad was like, you know, it didn't occur to me until I left. He's like, I probably could have brought you like a care basket or like some soup or something. But it was just like there was such in the mindset of just like, okay, operation, do not catch germs. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was very funny. As you can tell, I'm, I'm better. Yeah. Yeah. You had a couple yeah. negative tests, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. We are remote casting. But yeah. Yeah, that should yes, be noted. Yeah, Brian isn't sitting here at the table as we're breathing into his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it should also be noted, I also am going to an airport tomorrow. Uh, Good so, luck, buddy. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, and Joe has also, has also been going through airports. So, hey, we'll see what next week holds for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> what a summer. Spinning that wheel of fates. We'll see what happens. We want to keep where it lands our audience on. on the edge of their seat. They never know who's going to show up to the podcast. <laughs> that's what the summer is about. I mean, it's it's not, but that's what it is so far. <laughs> it's a hot COVID summer. What can I say? Wow. Oh, oh no, we we don't want that. We no. don't want that. No. But 
that brings me to my question, though. This week, actually, uh, Hassel is in uh, Viva La France. He is. Uh, hence he my is. Je suis. Oh. Absolutely. And so because of that, though, I was wondering, is there any place you guys have wanted to go that you have not been yet? Or inside the United States, outside the United States, solar system, anywhere. Where, where would you guys like to go? Solar system. I'm going to keep it to Earth for, for now. Okay. Because I don't have the science for the rest. Like, sure, I could go to Neptune, but, like, do I have the equipment to do it? But also, like, I know Neptune's cold, but aside from that, is that one of the planets, like, without ground? Or is it mostly ice? Or is it... Um, I think Norway has been something of interest. Go check Ooh. out the Vikings. Is, is that did you have that interest before playing Valhalla or is that like a, an Assassin's Creed? I think it's probably just a small culmination from all sources of media and their fascination with Vikings. God of War as well. It's just how much can I learn about Odin and, and Idrisil, uh before I'm like, let me just let me just go to the go the, to the source. It's very cold. It's yeah. a very cold trip. I'll bring a jacket. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That should yeah. be fine. That should be like, enough. That's just, just, just one coat. Yeah. Maybe some earmuffs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mittens. Mm-hmm. Mittens. Some, Ooh, some scarves. Some nice mittens. So what so would you I'll be go- looking forward to in Norway? Asgard. So, so oh, okay. my real answer okay. is I want to get to Asgard. And okay. I figured the only way to really do that is to go to Norway first and find like some type of bridge or some type of the channel. Rainbow bridge. Yeah. To get me there. Right. Okay. I haven't worked out how to get back though. So well, but I mean, if you're in Asgard, does it matter? What if it sucks? Oh. If it's like not what I think it's gonna be, it's just, just like kind of a bummer. Boring dudes with beards. They only drink meads. Like they, they don't have beer or wine or anything. They're just like. I'm really fine into with meads. that. Meads pretty good. <laughs> I think I'd oh, miss well, a good beer though. Yeah. Uh, what kind of headwear would you go with though, Troy? What What do you What would headwear? you go with? Yeah. Headwear, I mean, are you like just gonna beanie? wear like a hat or like are you a like? Helmet, yeah, you're gonna go helmet. Helmet. A beanie. How many horns? Um, one directly in the center of my head. Okay, just unicorn style Viking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Formidable. Or one, but it's coming out the back of my head. It's just weird. That is weird. It is weird. It's the, like the, a ponytail. The, yeah, it's like a ponytail. <laughs> it's like a horn-like ponytail. I have like a mullet, but it's made out of horns. Okay, so a bunch of ones, like uh, I guess Darth Maul style. What? But like oh. only on the bottom. Does Darth Maul have a? He doesn't mullet? have a helmet. A he has. He has horned mullet. No, 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 no. He does not have a horn. Well, he has horns all over his head. Okay. But they're like his horn hair. Um, but horn if mitts. you were gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you were gonna do a bullet, it would only be the bottom half. Or yeah. short horns on the top and long horns in the back. Danger in the front. Danger in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to fall, because that would hurt. That would hurt a lot. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to fall. No, no, not at all. Uh, We've been to Europe a few times, so I think if I had to choose, um, I might go somewhere somewhere the opposite direction. We've talked a little bit about going to New Zealand. I think that would be nice because it's like a, it's like islandy, but very different type of islandy. It's beautiful. Uh, huh? and it's, yeah, it's supposed to be gorgeous. Um, and we haven't really been vacationing in that direction yet, so I'd love to uh, find out a little bit about the culture of the people who live there, besides the like yeah. four things I know about because of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the, the- those those four things. Those four rings. Those four. Those four rings. Um, I take my I take my answer back. I do not want to go to Norway. Okay. I, I recently okay. found a place that is called has the greatest name of anywhere. Okay. Ever, I think, and it's located okay. off of the southwestern um, 
part of South America. So it's a little bit towards Antarctica, but it's like in the middle somewhere. It's called Cape Disappointment. Oh, no. <laughs> Is there nothing there? No, it's beautiful. There's like one lighthouse and then just just um, waves are constantly crashing against it. And it looks gorgeous. Oh, that does sound really nice. I don't think it's a tourist uh, uh, destination. I'm pretty sure it's very dangerous to be there. But Uh (laughs) Cape Disappointment, I think, is just so fun. They didn't name it that and then not want people to visit. I know, right? I looked it up. Apparently, whoever found it was just disappointed because it was just like a small nothing island. Gotcha. And they thought like, Uh I found a new continent. We've done it, lads. Oh, and then they walked around the whole thing in like an hour and they were like, oh. (laughs) Call it Cape Disappointment. I feel like you would have to like go there as part of like a road trip. Like you have to go to like, I think, boring, I think Oregon or whatever state boring is in. Fun fact. I yeah. think there is a Cape Disappointment in Washington State somewhere. It's not the oh. same island, but oh, it does okay. have a lighthouse. Okay. <laughs> I went, I like went into a deep hole. This is what happens when you're sick, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, for myself, I would actually probably do... I'd go with Iceland. Iceland sounds Ooh. gorgeous. Um, I don't know what I'd do there because I'm a very picky eater. And they they have a lot of foods that I'm not a fan of. Um, they probably have like other stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm sure they do. But you know, I I like to try regional stuff when I'm in places because you know that's that's the whole point. Right. Uh, but I've I've looked it up and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're really into like salted fish and you don't know it yet. Oh yeah, fermented salted fish. You're right. That 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 is it. Mm-hmm. That's the Icelandic uh, way, right there. It is. It is. Uh, but yeah. I, Iceland has always just been gorgeous. Uh, every single photo I've seen, every single other things I've seen. I mean, I know there's you know places that are not great there, but I, can I would catch, love to go there. I mean, we, maybe can, can you catch the uh, Northern Lights there? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that I've, I have always wanted to see those. Uh, also, Same. speaking speaking of food, when, when Troy and I went to uh, Scotland, uh, we got to try haggis. Um, and we, uh, I mean, like you mentioned, you know, no, local food got got to check it out. And actually, it, we had haggis like three or four times, and it was delicious every time. I know oh, that really? that's like the joke that it's really disgusting, but it was basically just meatloaf. Granted, we were having really? like we were having like the restaurant haggis, like the the bar haggis. From what uh-huh. I understand, like if you're having like grandma's haggis, like suit up because it's just straight up in the bag in like the intestine bag but that's like okay one they all came straight up in the intestine bag that's just how they're cooked yes Um, oh not when we got them though they were they look like meatloaf they didn't that's like sausage sausage is just made in intestines like that's what that casing is Mm. so like when we had it that's that's what it was it was in the stomach um but it was it's definitely like the type of thing where they're like oh man you should have had it before but if then you think of american food from like the 1950s it's not great Exactly. So I think it's the same type oh, of thing where it's like, hey, you know, it's more seasoned now. Yeah. Um, so it like tastes a, yeah. different than it would have. Haggis, but also like, yeah. Haggis has progressed. But, it, like, but be careful if you get old grandma Moss haggis. Kind of like Brussels sprouts, which is like when I was growing up, they're like Brussels sprouts are disgusting. And that's because like in the 50s, you boiled Brussels sprouts and then put them on a plate. And that's disgusting. That is disgusting. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like, I, I'm sorry if you like boiled Brussels sprouts, but you're disgusting. Um, you're but if disgusting. You, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I stand by that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, I joke. Um, but the but if like you put them on a like a cooking sheet with a little bit of olive oil and some salt and pepper, they're delicious. Roast so I think up. it's just yeah, that's how haggis is. Put it on a baking sheet, a little bit of salt and pepper, delicious. Mwah. Mm. Nice, nice. So you know, maybe it'll be fine then. 
You know, yeah. I have I have hope now, Amanda. Thank <laughs> you. you just have to get so much. You have to get the right fermented salted fish. Yeah, I agree. is what we're saying, Brian. Maybe it's delicious. Maybe it's really good. Salt tastes great. Hey, salt tastes great. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's let's hit into this episode, everyone. Uh, so E3 or not E3 or Key Three, uh, as some people are calling it, uh, was just this last week, and uh, a lot of, I mean. I don't think there was as many announcements as there normally is to me. Like it all felt like it was updates to games we already knew about, uh, which I'm fine with it for the most de- part. It definitely feels like we're hitting that wave of like, we, we talked about this with movies where we're hitting like the COVID wave where it's like, oh, Hey, yeah. things are going to start slowing down. It's going to seem like nothing's coming out because like now we're seeing the effects of like the last two years of people being like, we don't know what we're doing. We're figuring it out. So yeah, it definitely True. felt like, yeah, we got nothing new to talk about, but we're still working on these things. I also yeah. think just fundamentally the idea of E3 is is kind of gone, where people would hold back and not share anything about their games until E3, and then there'd be just a smorgasbord of new info. We're getting State of Plays. We're getting Nintendo Directs. We're getting information that you would normally only get at E3 throughout the entire year now. It's much so, easier to share information than it used to be, yeah. When it comes to oh, this yeah. E3 type event like yeah i'm not seeing as many new announcements but that's because they've had we've had directs and press conferences all year round telling us about new games it's just not concentrated until one week anymore i I think people are also a lot more sensitive to like announcements it's like i would rather you told me about a game uh you know a year before it comes out and then i get actual updates until i can play it then you tell me about a game five years before i can get it and then every year i get like a tiny snippet and then by the time it comes out i'm just so exhausted from hearing about it that i either yeah. don't care anymore or like my expectations are so high i'll never be met I, I feel like they're shortening that window now to be like hey we're only going to talk about things that you can play in the next year or things that you can play in the next year and a half rather than like this huge like five year long marketing window <laughs> Yeah, and and that you know brings us to what we're mainly going to be talking about today, which is the Bethesda Xbox Showcase. Every single game that they showed there, oh, you know, barring you know delays and you know whatever, uh, is supposed to come out within the next year, uh, which I thought was great because, <laughs> like you were just saying, they do a lot of things where it's like, yeah, it's coming out uh, whenever. We don't have a date yet because yeah. it's 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 going to be at some time. How about that? <laughs> Uh, and I really enjoyed their like graphic that they had towards the end where it showed all the games that they were talking about that's coming out in 2022 and the ones that are coming out in 2023. And, you know, again, barring delays and all that other jazz, I, I-, I like that a lot. That was great for me. Yeah, it kind of allows them to focus like the- our-, our interest as well to be like, oh, you know, I, I want to. I want to know more about these specific games because, uh, you know, I'm going to be able to play them rather than having like this broad stroke. Although, although I have to say, I think that Starfield had its deep dive at the very end because it yes. doesn't fall into the 2023 bucket. They were like, and these are all the games that are coming out in 2022 and 2023. And then as a stinger, Starfield. And it was like, <laughs> are you doing that because it's definitely not coming out? Or like, is it like at the end of your pipeline? Yeah, I feel like that's going to be one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's going to come out June 2023, uh, and then you know, they're just going to delay it or however. But it, but I do believe they they were aiming for it to still come out within the next year. I can't um, even. I, I, I agree. I, what? Well, I mean, it's Bethesda, so it's going to come out broken. 
<laughs> well, yes. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't done that right yet. It's actually, like, if it doesn't come out broken, I feel like I'll be a little sad for nostalgia purposes. <laughs> yeah, like, you, Bethesda, you didn't release this. Who did you hire to do this? <laughs> I have to say, I wasn't interested in Starfield before. Because okay. all the teaser trailers were so vague that I was just like, I have no idea. But this looks a little bit like it's going to be a more in-depth um, No Man's Sky with yes. like Skyrim elements. And I'm kind of digging that. Like I like the idea of making my own ship um, and then like my own base and then just seeing like Oblivion Skyrim style missions across all these planets. And they say you can land anywhere on the whole planet. So that's yep. that's really exciting for the exploration aspect of it, which I feel like is like very Skyrim of just like let's just go in this direction and see what's out there. Uh, yeah. But I'll be interested to see if like what I'm worried is like are they gonna have pockets of activity and then just like you know hours and hours of nothing, or is it yeah. gonna be like randomly generated stuff that it makes the whole world feel lived in? I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna buy it, but I I am I'm curious. I fell asleep. You fell asleep during Sky, <laughs> Skyfall Skype. Sky, uh, Starfield. Starfield. Yeah, I, I don't think that game's for me. Uh, well, you, did, oh, you no. didn't think you'd like Skyrim. I knew I would like Skyrim. What do you mean? You didn't play Skyrim for like three years. I played, yeah, because I was scared of it. Oh, okay. Not that I, I respected it too <laughs> right. much. Right. I knew how much it would demand of me. But not this. Um. Oh, I. Hey, I look forward to watching you play it. Maybe I'll be able to see some stuff, but... Um. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just nothing about that <laughs> game was appealing to me. All oh, the really? colors were just super, just like white and gray. Oh, it's very and, chill. And yeah. yeah, and like light blues. But and Skyrim and, is all brown. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I and I understand that, Troy, because because I'm I'm kind of with both of you. Because uh, I was with Manda as well. Because it's like they didn't really show off too much before. It was just like, hey, here's Starfield. You guys know about it. All right, great. Here's a a teaser but it's none of it's in game like it's all cinematics yeah. um and then this as it was starting out i was like okay it's just it's another bethesda fair which is fine they're they're all pretty great and then what really got me though is what normally does with a lot of games which is you can recruit people and then put them to work in different yeah. situations wherever you want to put them like you can get your ship and have them man different systems in your ship uh that the, the people that you meet uh you can have a base and then you can put them to work in your base and i am always a sucker for that type of stuff as soon mm. as he, as soon as they were saying that i was like all right you got me uh, i'm in <laughs> you, you said like the three words that i needed all right i'm i'm, I'm down to clown <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the inclusive um body shapes were nice like uh, yeah. they were like we have the most most up-to-date character customization and it was like i feel like we've seen character customization before and like you could be anything and they started to go through like eye color and hair color and i was like this looks like very much like a like a regular bethesda game uh and then they get to like body types and you can like genuinely be like a bunch of different sizes which i feel like games don't usually do so that was really nice to see i hope that Agreed. it maps well to clothing because usually when I see them do that, it, it's like, this is clearly the one size they modeled these for. And now, like, you've just <laughs> either stretched it or shrunk it. But um, nonetheless, it is cool to be like, oh, no, you can genuinely be more types of people. The only thing I haven't seen in a game that I would be interested in is height. I feel like most games, even if they let you be any size, you're always uh -huh. the same height. And I mean, I wanna be, sometimes I'll be short lady. Why can't it be short lady or yeah, a really, really uh tall lady? I feel like the reason for that is because normally 
those types of games are first person shooters or first person games. <laughs> really so you'd well. have to change yeah, you'd have to change the height of your actual camera as you're going along, which I think would be hilarious. Uh, but but yeah, I do I do see the technical limitations or not even technical limitations, but like the the game design for that cuz yeah. then you'd have to you'd have to do different things for it. So Just I get looking it. up the whole time. Yeah. Or looking down at things. <laughs> yeah, looking down at things, yeah. Um and yeah, oh, actually, no. That also brings me to another game that they announced during E3. I think it was during uh, during Capcom's presentation, where they have the mercenaries mode in Resident Evil Eight, uh, which is like a multiplayer type of thing. But in that, they they announced new characters that you can play as, and it was like Chris Redfield, Heisenberg, and then they had Lady uh, Demetrisu. <laughs> I'm terrible with how you how you pronounce that, but. It's, since it's a first-person game, you actually are getting it from her height. Oh, that's and so you funny. actually have to, like, crouch in order to get through uh, doors. You have to do these types of things, and I thought that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't just the model. They, they, they scoped everything up. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, you saying that reminded me that's of, of that's what they did in that game. Your, your hat's in the way the whole time. You can't see too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, dipped down dramatically. There's no looking eye. up. There's just no looking up. That hat is just way too far out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I, the, for me, Starfield got me. Uh, but I completely understand you, Troy. I mean, it's got, a, it's got a character creator, Troy. That's normally your bread and butter. Yeah, but also has base building. Which is like oh, that's right. Jam. Oh, that is think, not your jam. Uh, granted, I didn't see the whole thing, so right. okay. I'll keep that keep that in mind because I think I think I literally instant fell asleep when I saw the base building mechanics. <laughs> it was like a your hard brain out. was just like bye bye. I think I woke. I think it was the customer characterization that woke me back up. <laughs> and I was like, cool, 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 cool. Nice. I don't know. All right. No Man's Sky just seems like the, the better choice of these two. If you had to get one, I why choose. Why choose? <laughs> Why choose? Um, but didn't something? Didn't they announce something with character customization that you were interested in? Um, I don't know if that was for Xbox for the Bethesda showcase, but they they did talk about Saints Row. Yes. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know what. There's been so many different video game presentations these past five days. I don't know which one yeah. goes where. Um, but yeah, Saints Row, the reboot, which is coming out at the end of the year, uh, has a pretty. Uh, silly custom uh, c- uh custom character designer and apparently you could just download that by itself and just create a bunch of characters yeah they just released the game for troy basically they, they that's, <laughs> that's the full release for troy I, I really don't need anything else I, I so i actively looked to try and find that demo on playstation i couldn't so i don't know where i'm supposed to go to get that oh, create, a, create a character think- demo yeah i think it's epic game store exclusive um, um yeah, I guess it's We're only PC because I, because I knew I knew on PC it was only Epic Game Store, uh, but I wasn't sure if they released it for other platforms. But I guess they didn't. So yeah, if you want to download that Epic Game All Store, right. it's completely free. Uh, nice free demo. So yeah, that that's Troy's full game. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, what about yeah, that game with the with the with the guns that are stoned? Oh, um, oh, high on life. Yeah, is high that what on it's life. Called? Literally, yeah, it's called high it's called. on life. Is that okay. the Rick and Morty one? It yeah. does well, seem to have their the voice actors. It does. It, it's actually by Justin Rowland, who does Morty's voice and there does Rick's is. voice and does you know a lot of the voices. So it is from him. 
Um, and I don't believe it's a tie-in at all. There's even though it looks a lot like the other game that they released. I think it was called Trevor, or I forget what it was actually called, but um, the VR game. And it, it seems a lot like that. But this seems it's like almost claymation the way mm-hmm. they did it. Um, yeah, and it's pretty I, neat. I, yeah, the visual style was very, very interesting. And to be honest, um, as you guys were mentioning on, I think, last week's podcast about how all there's just so many demos or so many um, game trailers that are all just guns shooting and stuff like that, and it's just becoming uh-huh. really monotonous, just the amount of shooting zombies and stuff there are. Um, I like that this was a shooting game, and it was almost like a parody of a shooting game where the guns yeah. matter. They're not just these weird they're just not not these methods of destruction they have personalities and feelings and um and i don't know i'm I'm very curious how they subvert the the genre of a first person shooter i think it's gonna be a little too gross for me even the trailer for me i was like mm, i don't know if this is my kind of humor i get what they're going mm. for and, and like that's that fair your thing totally that's fair i but could I see was just like mm. i could see myself be you know, eye rolling a bunch during yeah, that agreed game. But I, I, I'm, I'm with manda i'm with manda i did the same thing i was like ah, i don't know i don't know i like i i like the design i like everything about this i don't know if i'm gonna like the humor it might be cringe for yeah. me <laughs> that's that's a good point i think i was more into the idea of the of like the game mechanics but i can uh-huh. see the content getting really annoying yeah fair enough I, I, although i like the idea of like the guns being the focus and you know, like you have to rescue all of my gun brethren being so alive get together and, yeah. yeah yeah and feeding them and taking care of them yeah it's like the anti it's like the anti borderlands where you get like billions of guns and you just throw them all away this is like no this one this one's talking to you man they're like pets yeah (laughs) speaking of the 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 shooty shooty games with the zombies i did see something that i wanted from the last time we saw a conference that i ended up being disappointed about is remember when they had the vampire masquerade trailer and i was like this looks amazing and then it was a 1v100 and then i was very very sad i tried it yeah it wasn't great well they have they have a vampire game now and it and it's not solo but it is co-op and it Mm. looked really interesting um Mm -hmm. i mean it is very much like a shooting zombies type of game like you've got like the flashlight on the end of your gun creeping through a dark Mm. room and then vampires jump out and you shoot vampires but not zombies um and it seems like everyone on the team has like a different superpower um and it looks like a one person well i think they said it was up to four people yeah it's four people it's uh it's it's almost uh pretty much left for dead but with zombies and uh, i believe the developers don't like that reference oh no even though it's pretty much what it is um but yeah every single character has a very specific skill set uh which i did enjoy um like very specific like there's guys that have like what was it like the the giant like cross that like completely irradiates every single uh, (laughs) vampire in front of them um you have the mechanic you have all these different things yeah this this trailer i don't i don't know if it won me over but it did look very well well done and polished. Um, For something that I hadn't seen anything about previously, it definitely looks uh-huh. like a great game to like, hey, me and my friends are going to jump in and we're going to play this and it's going to be silly and whatever. Agreed. I mean, not that it's a funny game, but like it seemed, it seemed fun uh, to jump into that. And it was nice, like we mentioned, to not see zombies anymore. I mean, yeah. vampires are still undead, so they're just barely crossing that <laughs> threshold. But. Uh, they're not mindless, though. They're That's not true. mindless. That's They're true. sexy. There you and go. I asked for vampires, and they gave me vampires, and I respect that. There you go. They did. They did. There and yeah, go. that was uh, Redfall. 
is the name of that game. Ah, uh, yeah, they opened up with that. Since we're yep. allowed to tangent on summers, on summers, of course. Summer bonus, bonus episodes. episodes. Have you guys heard of Swan Song? This wasn't in any of the announcements. No, I don't it? know. I so know I, ring a bell. So I looked at Vampire Masquerade when it came out, when they announced it, and then I was one v one hundred, and I was very sad. But I was like, I swear, I've heard of this um, before. Before this okay. trailer. Um, and Vampire the Masquerade is actually a tabletop role-playing game that uh, yes. a friend of ours had been playing. So she had been explaining it to me. And I was like, oh, that's why I remember. It's strange that they chose a tabletop RPG for like a 1v100 when that's like such a story-rich like genre. Um, uh-huh. But they actually have a first-person version of Vampire the Masquerade. I forget what the other two previous ones were called. Um, but mm-hmm. they came out for previous uh, generation consoles. And then their next one is called Swan Song. And it looks really oh. interesting. It looks like you play as a vampire in the world that they created for Vampire the Masquerade. And it's like a first-person RPG style, which was kind of what I wanted from the trailer. So even though their 1v100 was very disappointing for me, the same company <laughs> is making Swan Song. So okay. you know, good on them making the game that I wanted. <laughs> nice, nice, and I believe uh, I believe Vampire the Masquerade is also owned by um, CD Projekt Red, uh, which does uh, which does The Witcher. Oh, so, I didn't know that. So, okay. Vampire the Masquerade is the name of the tabletop game and the name of the RPG series. Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt is the Blood Hunt so, is the battle royale game, and then Swan Song is the RPG. Okay, nice, nice. I got on my wish list. I think that <laughs> one has a release date too. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe it does. It I just came out apparently in May. It did. Swan song. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, May's that that long ago? It's wow. less than a month. It has so. a pretty like we don't really care about reviews, so take it or leave it. But on Fair. on all different platforms, it has a solid fifty percent <laughs> in every single. That is exactly category. what I want from a video game. <laughs> a solid B video game is like. My I think dream. you're gonna get what you want. The 2.5 nice. out of 5 on Neo 10, 5 out of 10 on IGN, and then a 50% on PC Gamer. It's exactly in the middle for the, all three publications. This, That's <laughs> impressive. This looks like their first like true RPG. The ones previously looked very much like visual novel. Like uh-huh. you would talk to people, and then their like little illustration would pop up, and then uh, you know go to talk to another person, and a different illustration would pop up. And this is the first one they've done where you're like full 3d modeled people that you're interacting with so i get like mm. very like b video game vibes from it but i think i i think i may really enjoy i'd, I'd be interested to see what that looks like i, I played blood hunt for a little bit and they had a, had an okay creative character just so you know Ooh, i don't okay. think there's any creative character in this i think you're playing as a person i think it's oh, a dude. man i think it's i think it's a white dude with dark hair but you know, really yeah. uh, for an rpg yeah well it's Boo. i think it's a story all right, all right. Yeah, that's all yeah. Right. Um, and then uh, yeah, they they've shown off a bunch of things. I forget what what one of the name of the games was, but it's like like you were talking about the visual novel. It's a it's almost like a gra- a visual graphic novel which they've done before. Um, I think that's called Ask for Dust Dusk or Dust Ask for Dust. That doesn't yeah make something sense. along those lines. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Ash um, Ash for Dust. I would le- I would please like the dust, please. No, no, that one, <laughs> that one was interesting. The one Brian you're talking about because it's up to eight people, wasn't it? The as, novel? Uh, as dust yeah, falls, so. as dust falls, yeah. Um, and yeah, that that to me, I'm not a huge fan of that type of visual style, mm-hmm. but it did look very well done and very like people who are fans of this type of series or this type of gameplay. 
um, I think would really dig it. That's I mean, me. it, I'm not, me. and it still looks great to me. <laughs> they they talked about the they 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 said it was going to be challenging, like like emotionally, and that it's going to help you like grow your relationship with other people. So the idea of them taking a video game and then like I mean, we just talked about how guns are boring, like throwing yeah. all of that out the window and be like, no, we're going to focus on like relationships, and then we're going to make it so that multiple people can play together. Like like Troy's talked before about how impactful visual novels can be as a medium, like mm-hmm. through video games. So the mm-hmm. idea of creating that space with multiplayer, I think that's fascinating. So I'm super yeah. interested to see how that works out. It could be really special. Yeah. I think um, the Man of Madon tried that. Remember that, that series we tried? That was yes. so boring. Yeah. But, but <laughs> it didn't work for us because we were playing local. So yeah. we still saw... Like, I got to see what Brian was doing. I got to see what you were doing. But if you're playing multiplayer online, you would only see your character's perspective and you wouldn't know what the other characters are doing. That might be more interesting. Which, for me, I felt is is, is prime. Yeah. I may be That's biased because, like, whatever character I picked was, like, I don't know, like, seventh in the lineup. So it was just... I watched, like, an hour and 45 minutes of other people playing a video game before I yeah. got to the controller. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, man, I get what you're doing, but I'm so bored <laughs> uh, yeah and, and another game actually just did it they just released last week it's called the quarry oh yeah um, it's by Ooh. the same the um, same people who did uh, or the same creative people who created um uh until dust or i'm sorry until dawn excuse um, me brian it's a david arquette's the quarry that's okay. true Who's that's that? true you're not wrong oh, david arquette that sounds familiar but... some scream oh he i is. don't do scary movies yeah that's, that's also... what this is He's also the newest board member for one of my uh, for my company, <laughs> or his oh, wife. Oh, really? Is. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Uh, the man, the man hit his hit his uh, his midlife uh, funsies and decided oh, to become clown a clown. Guy? Okay, yeah. He decided oh. to bring back Bozo the clown, and by doing so, found uh, healthcare clowning, hospital clowning, which is my my, my profession. Um, uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, you guys are great. And uh, him and his wife have just been repping us, which was like, nope. Oh, that's, that's cool. awesome. That's why that's I awesome. had to specifically say David Arquette's. The core. You're, you're, you're not wrong. So he made a video contract. game and became a clown this year, which is just, I mean, I feel like he's he's stepping on your turf there. Oh, God. You know what? Uh, video <laughs> games and clowns was you. That was me. Oh, man. All right. I guess I have uh, to become a action horror movie. Oh, yeah. You should just trade. I should just trade. Yeah, that sounds fine. Yeah. Oh, easy. Easy. Done. Done. Uh, but but the quarry does that as well it has eight different characters and basically you are all summer account uh summer camp counselors and then weird stuff happens around you and then you have like the eight different uh perspectives uh but it has an all-star like like or i'm sorry not all-star but a pretty much all-star cast of characters like you have sam raimi is actually one of the uh people um or you know maybe not sam raimi <laughs> the director no, sam raimi. um is Bruce yeah. Campbell in it? Bruce Campbell is not in it. Uh, Until Dawn was pretty like, great. It had Hayden Panettiere from who is big off of Heroes, big show. Yeah. And you had yeah. he wasn't an Oscar winner yet, but Rami Malek, and that guy's like huge now. I don't really do actor names, so this has been very uh, interesting roller coaster for me. <laughs> me Rami Malek, he's got those big eyes that kind of bug out. I haven't seen the thing that he's in. It's Robot. I robot, Mr. Robot. Not Mr. Mr. I robot sure. is Mr. Robot. Smith, yeah. I think. It's Mr. Robot. <laughs> Mr. Robot. Yeah. I have not seen it. I did see him uh, in James Bond. He wasn't was James Bond, the last James fine. Bond. He was fine. <laughs> and also in that that Queen movie where he was the Queen fine movie. about Queen. 
Yeah. Freddie Mercury. Oh, that was very good. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, very yeah. Good. yeah. And it wasn't Sam Raimi. It's Ted Raimi. It's his brother. It was his brother. It was my fault. That was Man, my fault. you know it happens to him Aww. all the time. It does. You know it does. All but it also has no, like Brenda Song in it. Uh, uh, Shio Ben Williams. Um, it's got a you bunch of people in it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm terrible <laughs> <Gotcha>. with names. <laughs> <laughs> Justice Smith as well. well Justice! I'm in. We're big Justice We're fans. Justice fans, yeah. All right. oh, as you should be. Sign Justice. me up. Absolutely. So yeah, that that game just came out and I actually saw um, a couple of different streamers playing it. Uh, it seems to be about like eight to ten hours long. I will um, play it. And yeah, it, it's it, the the story actually seemed pretty pretty cohesive and pretty well done. Uh, so yeah, check out the quarry if you we'll are do, we'll do. interested in like a horror, like until until dawn type. Um, so yeah. so Xbox Bethesda. The, so other things that I found interesting. Uh, one was getting to see all of the acquired um, properties, like showing yeah. up and saying hi. I mean, I, they don't own Riot, but they had a nice partnership with Riot, where pretty much Riot brought all their big games, League of Legends, Valorant, and we're like, hey, this is going to be on Game Pass. Like, we're going to give you all the heroes. We're going to give you all the stuff. Here you go. And I was like, okay, damn, Riot is one of the biggest gaming companies in the entire world right. just yeah. by League of Legends alone. And, man, did they did they rep that arcane so hard. Yay. They showed yeah. Jinx. They were like, yeah, no, we're the arcane people. Check it out. Look at Jinx. Look at your friends. <laughs> yep, same thing, same company. Um, what a big get for Microsoft and, uh, and, and Game Pass. Um but also seeing um, the the newly acquired Blizzard, we got to yeah. see some Overwatch oh, right. news. I forgot they they gave a release date for Overwatch Two, which I have not played. Maybe I've played like once or twice in the past year, which is like big, shocking. <laughs> yeah. The most exciting part for Overwatch for me is that it's going free to play, which means that you'll be able to play on your other console. So we won't have to keep that TV in the other room specifically so that you could play something on a PS4. So very exciting. I got a PS5 that's discless uh, because I'm an ass and I love Overwatch, loved Overwatch and played it nonstop. And I went to go download Overwatch on my discless PS5. And it was like, you got to buy this game. Like I've owned this game for six years since 2016. I think that math is correct. Um, and then I, uh, and then I only to realize that I had the disc version, but I had kept the disc in my PS4 has been in there for five years. I've never <laughs> taken it out because there's no other game I really want to play. Also, you buy a lot of things digitally. So, yeah. yeah. So I forgot that there was even a disc in, in the yeah. PS4. That was, I just thought it was a magic overwatch machine. So is Troy showed up to the party staring at his PS5 holding a disc that he couldn't use. I couldn't, I, it wouldn't work. So I, I, yeah. So we have a spare in our in our uh, guest room. We have a TV with the PS4 hooked up that is only for when I play Overwatch, which has been less and less and less and less. So I'm curious for Overwatch Two. You're gonna see it on the new TV. And yeah. You're gonna see it with the, nice. the, the new system. It'll be like it'll be like doubly a nice game yeah. if you if you decide to play it. They introduced a new character called the Junker Queen, which they've been hinting at for a long time. She shows up with in like graffiti on certain uh, levels. And you know how you know how the internet got like really um, thirsty towards Lady D when she showed up. Yeah. It wasn't like mm-hmm. oh she's fine. It was like no break my neck, Lady D. Yeah, that's was... the reaction to the Junker oh, Queen. No. They're just like oh hello, yeah, dude, crush my skull. Oh god, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's been the reaction uh, across the board. Like you know, uh, all genders are, are on this are on this party uh, in regards <laughs> of her. 
Um, uh, but they haven't really put out much information on to her uh, abilities, but it looks like she's going to be a tank, which is pretty awesome. That is cool. Um, I mean, yeah. I know not, not all Aussies are related, but does she have a connection to Junkrat? Do we know? Story? Yeah, I, I think I think she, she rules. They are but peons in her kingdom. Okay. So she doesn't know him or anything like that. They <laughs> probably as a nuisance. If, if she's okay, the queen, okay. I would say Junkrat <laughs> is the jester. Oh, okay. Excellent. excellent. Um, and I think she's just a queen because she, you know, won a bunch of battles. She's a queen of the, of, right. of the Thunderdome. Right. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it seemed like in her, at least the introduction that they showed... Uh, the video it looks like there was like a junker king so what they do is they right. have like underground battles there like the thunderdome uh going on and so yeah there was a guy that called himself the junker king and he had been undefeated for 10 years so like she shows up so the 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 premise is she wins and becomes the junker queen uh and that Big seems time. her premise yeah so uh overwatch 2 is looking got a release date i think it's like october or something um i am down not to play overwatch until that comes out isn't there one more yeah. new character the lady the, with um, the white hair yeah i think it's sojourn yes sojourn. sojourn. yep um yeah uh she's actually been released on the beta for a while oh okay cool. uh, so people have been able to try her out and see where her moves are she's got a pretty good move set has to do with like charging guns and charging energy shots and shooting through enemies a very tactical player what type is she uh she's a dps yeah we need more support out here man come on <laughs> that, that's gotta be i <laughs> mean logically jam. that's next you got a dps you got a tank maybe a healer come on give me a healer give me a healer <laughs> game and then i think the biggest news at least as far as pc gamers go uh was the diablo 4 uh introduction yep. or the like, you know, again, all these games are coming out within the next year, supposedly. So that means that Diablo 4 is coming out within the next year. And they announced their final last character, which is the Necromancer, um, which is, you know, it, it's a staple. But yeah. she looks awesome, or at least the one that they showed yeah. looked amazing. <laughs> yeah, the characters in Diablo 4 look great. I, I look forward to playing. Um, you want to play Banda? I would love Diablo? to play. I've never played. I, okay, I played like one Diablo once, but it was a very, very long time ago. I might have played two. Right on, right um, on. But I okay. would love to. I'd love to jump into that. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, Brian, then, you want to play Diablo? I'll play Diablo with you all day. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I am always down. And then, Troy, they also got you part of it because there's now also you can you can uh, create your character in that as well. I saw yeah. that. Or yeah. customize your character, Actually, I should yeah. say. You can customize, can yeah. Make my necromancer look super dorky. <laughs> yeah. Your, which is your necromancer's like, just a bookworm. Like, yes. she, she summons the dead by accident. She's yeah. really just interested in reading the tomes. Just, like, tape on the yeah. glasses, everything. <laughs> Yeah, she died because she just kept reading and didn't eat anything. Like, she just <laughs> so happens. engrossed <laughs> into knowledge. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was cool because they haven't done that before with any of the previous ones. And in fact, in the previous ones, um, if you picked a character and it was uh, like the, the necromancer is female, well, that's just how it is. You, you can't even choose a male necromancer. Uh, so yeah, I I think that's a, it's a pretty big step forward. Uh, because they also have, I think the reason before, not the reason, uh, or not, I think, but the reason before was that, you know, you had all this armor and it was always displayed on you. And so having to do all the different, um, uh, male and female, that's, you know, doubling up on your armor load and all that other jazz. So you now have to do it for, for both, uh, both body types. Uh, I think it's great. I, 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 I'm so happy yeah. <laughs> that you can now customize your character. I didn't think it would get me, but it got me. <laughs> got um, another game that I really liked that they announced was uh, the um, Plague's Tale 
think it's Innocence, the sequel to Plague's yeah. Tale Requiem or, or whatever it was. No, it's a Plague's Tale Requiem, a sequel to Plague's Tale Innocence, I believe. Okay, is okay, what thank it is. you. Great, great, great. Yes. Um, yeah, I, that was a, uh, a a dark horse hit for me when when I played it a couple of years ago. I don't. I think it was just one of the free games or something, and I was like, this looks great. And then it was just remarkable. The story was excellent. The story was excellent. The visuals were really good. It was really scary, but also kind of a glimmer of hope. Uh, it was a fun indie game. And so this sequel was in particularly very interesting to me because in the first game you play as this young lady who like when she goes to take a life to save her brother for like the first time it's a big deal and she does not like like that feeling of having to take someone's life and you play the game kind of you know finding alternative means other than than violence to make your your way through it not in the sequel <laughs> they do seem to be playing with the idea of like she's more okay with it but he's still not okay with it yeah. and they're talking about the like moral implications of you killing all of these people she and i think that that's really cool ruthless <laughs> in oh this. yeah <laughs> oh my gosh I was like, yeah, she's a teenager now. <laughs> yeah, she is. It, it did out. seem like towards the end of that trailer as well. It seemed like the uh, the brother was starting to like get into it as well. Like there was a lot more. <laughs> there was a lot more like, oh, this is what I had to do to survive yeah. type yeah. of stuff. The innocence is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the story for the first one was so amazing. I can't wait to see what they do with this one. Yeah, I, I think I think it's fun to see where those characters go. Um, they're very natural. Did we get a did we get a release date from Stray this week because of the conferences or did that just Yeah, Stray comes out July either 14th or 17th. And that one's mm-hmm. available both on Game Pass and on PlayStation. Not on Game Extra? Pass. I think it's only available on PlayStation Extra PlayStation and or Extra. Plus, plus Essential. No. No, no. Extra or Premium. Plus and Plus Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything's plus, plus but uh, Essential. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, it is. Nothing but the essentials. Everything but uh, yeah, essential. that's it. Yeah, that is that. That was and that was one of the things. Uh, yeah, we talked about that last week during the Sony because so it was interesting because like Sony had their you know their st- you know whatever they did last week and it was like twenty five minutes. Um, they showed off like what four or five games and that was it. Whereas Xbox, they showed off thirty games. Every single one of them was the gameplay as well. It wasn't just a cinematic trailer, and it was an hour and a half and long. It was too long, but it, but also every <laughs> single one of them was either going to be available on the Game Pass service or available day one on Game Pass, which yep. is like what? <laughs> yeah, Microsoft just throwing that money out there, just being like, "Now nah, we'll handle your sales." No, no, they no. Were. We'll we'll front you that money. It, yeah, we it, got damn. it. No problem. It didn't appear on their um, showcase, which is a little disappointing, but they also posted, uh, maybe it was another video later that I missed, but they also posted on Twitter um, a compilation of indie games that are um, going to be available on Game Pass. Oh, really? Yeah, this That's year. what I yeah. want to see. To be honest, like, I loved all the big games and stuff, but like, when it comes to Game Pass, it's really just a little indie machine, a little indie game machine. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to be playing on there. Hard agree. Hard agree. Uh, any um, other games then- from the Xbox thing? Yeah, I was just about to ask you guys the same thing. I don't believe. I mean, there were there was actually, like you said, it was it was almost too long um, with how long it went on. There, there's a lot of <laughs> Hollow Knight fans out there. I know it's a really big game. They're oh yeah, that was a Hollow Knight. S- yeah, that's Silk Song. Um, yeah, I yeah, is yeah. What that was called Silk Song. Uh, yeah, like that looks right. Dope R and B number from the '90s. <laughs> it does. And here we go, Silk Song. Ooh, baby. <laughs> the only thing that didn't work for me is as soon as they were like hey we're only going to show things that come out in 2022 and 2023 i was like no 
I want to see Fable. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's no way it's there's coming no out because we haven't seen anything. There's so no uh-huh. I'm going to take back everything that I said in a minute ago about only wanting to see things at, uh, in, in, in like a short <laughs> span of time and, and and say that I will see whatever tidbit of Fable uh, that they can give me. We're going to get you some Fable, Amanda. I, wa- we'll I want some Fable. Uh, Hassel got his witch. Yeah. And it wasn't just Fable. It was also Dragon Age. There was no, neither one of those. Yeah, you Dragon, were going well, to get. Uh, uh, Dragon Age is getting the anime, which you guys posted about. Not oh, that that's, that's the right. same as the game, but Dragon Age that's is right. getting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're right. And they that's have a very right. good story. I'm curious as to how that's going to work out because what Dragon Age is very. Well, it's also. Tell it from. It's also very different depending on how you played your game. Uh, Dragon Age pulls things in from all three games mm-hmm. into your current world state. So either have to do a prequel or like a sequel because like everyone's story is different. Yeah. But, what if but it's totally different of... and it's just about a dragon who's coming of age? <laughs> what? Goes on a lovely adventure <laughs> with his friends. As long as that dragon's Flemeth, I do <laughs> not care. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Hideo Kojima dropped some news yeah. that he was going to be working with Xbox to create a new game. Didn't say anything else, which is yeah, just fine. He doesn't need to say anything else. Yeah, they, um, because they did they did mention at the beginning every game you see is coming correct. out within the next year. You didn't see a game from him. You just can you, you just made an announcement. Can you prove that Hideo Kojima is not just a living video game? I can't. Exactly. We're, we're all me. in a game designed by him right now. That is the actual game. Is our lives, Gosh. and he's just gonna wait to oh, announce man. it. Man, all the Metal Gears have just been hints on how to get out. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Damn, <laughs> it's been there all along. That's why he always knows what's gonna happen. That's how he always knows. Um, man. so Crack that's pretty code. awesome. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna make a life simulator that's so realistic. <laughs> um, it's. Oh God! It's it's your mirror. <laughs> also, oh, I got so angry at this. They showed they showed like this awesome little creature jumping through the forest, and then like a dinosaur lands on this creature. I'm like, whoa, dinosaurs! And then like another dinosaur fights it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh hell yeah! I'm ready for some cool dinosaur games. And then it pans up, and it's a dumb Vin Diesel's it face. Takes you out of it so entirely. <laughs> I got nothing against Vin Diesel. I love Fast and Furious, but man, I do not, I just, him on a dinosaur, I just don't need to see. I just don't think they went far enough with it. I okay. think if those dinosaurs had rockets or giant wheels and then you raced the dinosaurs <laughs> and they like leaned just, into that, yeah. I think, yes, I would play that game. But try to put Vin Diesel in like, just like a realistic it, it's dinosaur. Almost, realistic. It's almost <laughs> like I get angry if Vin Diesel is ever in a role where he's pretending not to be Vin Diesel. <laughs> I'm Agreed. just like, no, 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 no. You mean no. he's acting? Yeah, I respect yeah. it, but I'm also like, nah, man, just just be Vin Diesel. And he, <laughs> it sounds like he's trying to be like, like a cave person in this. And uh-huh. I don't know. I'm just like, you're just going to talk like you're from New York. <laughs> and this, like, that's just how it's going to happen. I haven't seen any gameplay footage where he talks, so maybe he does a fantastic job. But from the footage, like the, the preview shot, it's just, like I said, it takes you straight out just of straight whatever out that of game it. is. So it, and it seems like they're trying to make like a very like heartfelt like engaging yeah, exactly. story, and it was like uh-huh. that's 
that's what you went with? Like, I can't, I can't I pay see attention him. to anything his daughter's saying because I'm just, just imagining Fast and the Furious <laughs> all over Vin and Diesel. And what's wild is that they've shown a trailer like this before where it got me in the exact yeah. same way. I was about to say, yeah, this this has now gotten me at least twice. And until you mentioned it just now, Troy, I had already forgotten that he's in <laughs> yeah. Arc 2 again. So oh, it yeah. would have gotten me again, and I'm sure it still will. Like, this is like those villains from Doctor yeah. Who where as soon as you look away, you forget about them. Like, that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right. It's it's Arc Two. That's the game. Oh yeah. man, Vin Diesel, put on a shirt. But also, I didn't play Arc, so maybe this is exactly this what the Arc audience. This is what's going to get you in. Maybe there have been uh, Vin Diesel references in previous Arc games. Speaking of uh, of not having a shirt, what was up with the Rock just showing up? <laughs> just showing up mid workout. That's Jeff the Keighley, Rock, man. Jeff Keeley's like, all right, now we, we got the Rock on the show. Let's go see what he has to say. And the Rock is literally just shirtless in his gym, like. Sup, Jeff? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I love The Rock's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm not stopping my workout at all. Could you put on a shirt? No. Yeah. No. Do you, do you Did you I just am? ask me to put on a shirt? Don't you want the ratings? Do you, like... do you want a script? No. No. <laughs> no. Just I'm going to press record. I'm going to raise my eyebrow. I'm going to talk about Black Adam. Let's go. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. At one point, Amazing. I think he forgot he was talking about he was at a video game conference because he was like, stay positive, stay out there, keep keep striving, check out my energy drink, and oh yeah, enjoy games. <laughs> <laughs> you had, he only had one cue card in the background, and that's what he was looking at. It's like, oh yeah, games. Video games. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. This was this was a this was a weird couple of days. Um and weird in the good ways, the bad ways, the the weird ways. Like every single way it could have went the, this past week, it went. And uh I'm I'm kind of looking forward to E three being back. I don't know what's gonna happen with it, how how companies are gonna do it, but I do think I think they've gone too far with with outside the box like outside of you know do you know all, them all doing their own thing like i want it to kind of be a little bit more structured again uh personally uh with some of the things i liked the symmetry of having e3 during the summer and then like the game awards during the winter because then you got uh-huh. like because the game awards are just like e3 with awards um so <laughs> i like having like pockets of trailers um, yeah Rather than them being all spread out, but I also get from the game companies that this is probably more cost effective. But like, come on, man! Like, yeah, we get our Super Bowl. <laughs> like, how how are we supposed to have a dinner party and invite people over and eat Super Bowl food and then yell at the TV if they don't have uh, E3 conference for us to watch? It's hard to do it with these yeah. like tiny videos. It's much more exciting to have and like a big and thing. it's like spread out over a whole week. Some yeah. some are still popping up here and there, right? Oh yeah. Apparently, it's going to happen all summer. Like it's like mm-hmm. what are they calling it? Summer games? Uh, yeah, well, something like that. Yeah, I think so that was summer. F- sep- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, th- no, go for it. Summer games fest. Yeah, summer game fest was a five day event where it started with that like, hey, here's a bunch of trailers, and the next one, the next day was like uh, day of the devs, uh, which was awesome. Yeah, and that's I watched the, that. That's the double fight. Tim Schafer yeah. just uh, found a lot of good games there. We should talk about that next week. And then, um, and then the next day was like a Netflix geek thing that Jeff Keighley was doing, just a bunch of nerdy shows <laughs> nerdy shows but like like resident <laughs> evil and i think the dragon age got announced then and stuff yeah. like that cyberpunk uh anime got got announced 
Um, and then I don't know what the four and five days were, but every day was like a different sort of theme. Um, it was. Uh, yeah, the um, Sunday had both the Xbox showcase as well as I think the PC gaming showcase. Oh, that's showcase, what it was. Yeah. Or PC gaming showcase. Um, and then Microsoft, because they had so much to announce, they had an extended showcase on Tuesday uh, where they just talked about their games even more. <laughs> cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's just stuff happening every single day. Uh, so I, I, I do wonder how E3 is going to do next year, what they're going to do, how everything's going to go around it. Nint- Nintendo still hasn't done anything yet, so we'll see if they do anything within the next week or two. Because uh, it's Nintendo, they can do whatever they want, and it's still going to work. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, so uh, I think that will do it for this week's episode, everyone. That'll do you. Uh, yeah, I'll do. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Trimanda, even though you guys were still a little bit under the weather. I, I appreciate uh-huh. you not letting uh-huh. me go uh, lone man this week. <laughs> I won't lie. I'm still curious. I think it would be great. <laughs> Brian it still might happen. Solo. It, okay. Yep. Summer bonus is still, is still a thing. <laughs> Anything <laughs> we'll see could what happen. happens. Anything could happen in the summer of bonus. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, as always, you can find us everywhere online. You can find us on Twitter, on uh, YouTube, on Twitch, everywhere at Taste of Dragons. Uh, we are still doing on Twitch. We are still doing co-op couple every Saturday or most Saturdays, I should say, most Saturdays. Um, and then every Tuesday, we are doing our uh, Dragons Dish at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so yeah, join us there. Mm-hmm. All the funs. So, y'all, thank you so much for joining us. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. And I'm Amanda. And we are The The Taste Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. I need some Tylenol. Uh, I was going to get some of that coffee. Tradesies. Cool. Nice. (laughs) Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's taste.